welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I am your host, Doc. This is a special Tuesday edition of the show. Strange Talk with Doc normally goes Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Unfortunately, this weekend I had something else pending, so I didn't do the normal show. But I am here right now, and I appreciate you listening in. Please stick in the show. Uh, We're going to talk about some sports, some news, some politics, some music, some television. You know, the usual. But I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to sit here and try to preach to you or open your third eye. That ain't my type of deal. You want that? Please tune in somewhere else. Uh, You can find me if you just look me up on any of your search engines, whichever one you like. Just put in Strange Talk with Doc. If you have a comment, a suggestion, a product you want to come on and promote, talk about, Something I said pissed you off and you want to debate it, argue it, or even just have a basic, regular, general conversation. Now, I'm not going to be here next Saturday. I'm going to come back on September, I mean, December the 28th, and I'm going to do a year-end review. So I will be talking some Christmas stuff now. And I just want to tell you, this is my thought. Christmas is coming. Happy Christmas to those who celebrate uh, happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate that, and happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate that. Uh, Christmas, like I said, is coming. And what you should do, this is the way I look at it. This is not a rule for you. This is my rule. If you do not have 10 times the amount of money in the bank that you will be spending on gifts, I think you need to reevaluate and adult yourself and say, you know what? I cannot afford to to chip out to people what I do not have in. And I'm not talking credit. I am talking hard, cold cash in a bank account. If you do not have 10 times with all the gifts that you are spending money on this holiday season without using a drop of credit, you really do need to just wake up, reevaluate, and say to yourself, you know what, maybe I need to cut back. You know, there's no need to buy somebody a $700 belt if you ain't got $7,000 in your fucking bank account, you know what I mean? You're out of pocket. That's just me. That's just the way I roll. You don't have to follow that rule, but if you do not follow that rule, the chance that you will be broke is great because you'll always have more going out than coming in. And that's not the way it's supposed to be because one day you're going to be an older person and you're not going to be working and you're going to need to live off of your savings your 401ks, your stock, portfolios, and things of that nature. Okay, so North Dakota County became the first county in America under this new executive order Trump signed where they can ban uh, refugees. So they decided yesterday that upon their vote that they're only going to allow 25 refugees next year. Now, what he did was he set up this thing where each county nationwide could vote on how many refugees they will allow. This Burlington County in North Dakota just happens to be the very first to uh, jump aboard and say, you know what, we're going to have a vote. I'm glad they didn't do a complete ban. I don't know what their uh, uh, demographics are in North Dakota. I'm not expecting it to be a lot of... uh, foreign-born blacks or Hispanics there, but 25 is at least something. I mean, you know, I don't really know what to say on this one. I just want to 
put that in your ear. You know, Trump, he had uh, he was at the Israeli-American Council National Summit in Florida, a shithole of America. And naturally, he had to attack the Jewish people there. He told them that because they were in real estate, they were brutal killers. And you were voting for me, and you have no choice to vote for me because Warren, Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, as he called her, is going to have a wealth tax. And naturally, I'm Trump. I'm for the wealthy, so I won't tax you. Uh, It was very insulting to begin with because... He offended them by saying that all Jews, which is not true, are in real estate, and all Jews are basically slumlords, and it's about the bottom dollar for them only. And I don't know what else to say about this guy, and I'm sure we're going to talk about Trump a little bit more, but I don't want to belabor him today. I don't want to go over and over and over and over with Trump. So New York City police officers have filed a suit against the police department. One active and five retired officers. They said that they were told by high-ranking transit police officials to target blacks and Latinos for minor subway offenses and to leave soft targets like white people and Asians alone. Now, if you have ever lived in New York City, which I have the majority of my life, this is no news whatsoever. The only thing that makes this any form of news is that police officers, retired or active, are actually suing. I don't know what grounds they really have to stand on in this suit, but I do know one thing. If you are a Hispanic or a black person and you live in New York City, the five barrels, I can't tell you what's going on in Long Island. You have been a target your entire fucking life. And that's just the bottom line. You have been a target for the most minor of offenses. I don't give a damn if you had an open bag of bontons in 1976 open in a public place. You were going to be ticketed. So for him to say that they just came up with this new edict that they are now targeting for soft offenses. They've been targeting us for soft offenses ice cream on a summer day our whole entire life. So there's nothing new about that. Nick Cannon this week released two Eminem diss tracks. One was called The Invitation, and the second one was called Pray For Him. Both garbage to me. I am not a battle rap fan. Uh, I am not going to sit down and decipher line by line a song and see what's true, what's false. I also believe that when you do a disc record, disc records should also be hard hitting. They should be based on some form of fact and something that's going to piss off the person that you are attacking. It is an attack record. I do not have time to decipher this like the Torah to see what these other gentlemen are saying and the wordplay that they're using. That is not why I'm a hip hop. Hip-hop, I've been a fan of hip-hop since the very beginning. When it was bar to the bar, you know, bang to the bang, I'm jump the boogie, that type of thing. And it was no heavy lyricist words. It was something that made your ass move and you enjoyed. You just had a good time with the music. You didn't have to sit down and listen to every word to see how they played into the next word. And if that's your thing with hip-hop, I got no problem with you. But that's not why I listen We had a social media influencer. He was given 14 years in prison because he hired his cousin 
this dude named Sherman Hopkins to hold a man at gunpoint because he wanted a domain name, an internet domain. The dude's name is Rossi Loreto Adams II. He's also known as a dude named Polo. He had started some uh, state snaps while he was a student at Iowa State University. Now, I'm going to give him a thumbs up for being a young entrepreneur while he was in college. I obviously used his degree and his influence and his social standing to create something. But then he lost his fucking mind by hiring somebody to uh, strong arm an internet domain name. Has he ever heard of a trademark and patent attorneys that he could have went to to see if he could have worked this out in the courts? Now he's got to sit in prison for 14 freaking years of his life. He's 27. You figure he's going to at least do seven of those. He's blowing some of the prime time of his life over nonsense, true nonsense. So Trump's impeachment vote is tomorrow, Wednesday, people. Huge day in America. I'm hoping that they do the right thing. Do I trust they will do the right thing? No. Do I believe they will do the right thing? No. I believe that those older white men and women are going to uh, not vote Trump out of office at all. I think that this has just been a long, colossal waste of time. I think that the people of America in 2020 are going to have to be the ones that put their foot down and say enough of this bullshit with this man. Now, Trump is lying, and I'm going to call him a flat-out lie because he says that he will take part in the hearings, which he know he will not. We know that his lawyers will tell him at the last minute to not appear, to not be involved, to have nothing to say. Um, he's actually basically been saying that he's going to even skip the 2020 general election debates. Who skips the debates? Because he says he can, and he doesn't trust anybody who's running them. And because he's the sitting president, he doesn't feel that he should have to debate with anybody about anything. The man is a megalomaniac and he can't help himself. But then again, he surrounds himself with things like this and people like who pat him on the back and always tell him he's right. How does a man go through life and never say to himself that I even have the possibility that I did something wrong, but what I've done and what I've done and what I did is perfect. It's above board. It's the most perfect thing that's ever been. Even Jesus didn't proclaim perfect all the time. And that's the Bible. Hmm. So Greta Thunberg wins time person of the year. Trump attacks her. But the very next day, Melania states that Barron is off limits. Last time I looked, they're both minors. Uh, to say that Barron is not in the public eye is ridiculous. He is the president's son. Should he be attacked? No, I am not saying that in any way, shape, or form. Should that boy be mocked, embarrassed, talked about, or belittled? But Greta Thunberg should not be either. This is a young lady who, at 16 years old, is already doing massive things, things that Adults who went to college and have multiple degrees and doctorates will never do. So I tip my hat to her. 
So David Stearns, the former NBA commissioner, had a sudden brain hemorrhages on Thursday, and he underwent emergency surgery. And so I just would like to wish him the best. I'm sending out good vibes towards uh, Commissioner Stern. I think he's done a lot to improve the NBA, and uh, I don't want him to uh, suffer. I don't want his family to suffer, his friends to suffer. I hope that this is something that turns around, that he's strong enough, that he'll be out there again, enjoying the rest of his life. Former heavyweight champion Leon Spinks is in the hospital, and he's been in there for a while. His wife said pray for him. So I'm going to tell others to also pray for him. But we do not really know what's going on with Leon. Leon beat Muhammad Ali, as we know, back in the day. He was a proud Marine. So hoorah to Leonard Spinks. Brother, beat well. Get well. I hope that you have another bigger and better fight in you. One last, another 15 rounds of life, my man. We had this young lady. Tessa Majors in New York City. She was killed uh, by these young boys. And this is a very troubling story because the story is this 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds involved. And what makes the story even horrible is this Ed Mullins. He's the sergeant of the Benevolent Association President of uh, Police Officers. He leaks the story that she was in the park buying weed. That's neither here nor there. This is a young woman going to Bernard College who lost her life over foolishness. I mean, if these young men were going to rob her, I didn't think that they had to snuff her life out. Now, one 14-year-old was arrested, released. They don't say if he was a suspect or not still, but they released him. And then yesterday, another 14-year-old was arrested, and he jumped out of a police car on his way to be questioned. And, uh, you know, New York's going to have to handle this very delicately. They do not need another exonerated five. So all eyes are on New York, how they handle this, who they have in charge of this, who the DA, the prosecutors. I mean, this is a, this is a horrible, horrible thing. But I hope Tessa Major and her family gets the justice that they deserve because this should not have happened to anybody. We'd be damned. That has got nothing to do with it. There has to be some kind of a rules and regulations, even in that filthy fucking business, where a person is coming to purchase from you, that they're allowed to hand you their money, get their product, and move on with their day. So Shaq told this very stunt, funny story about Stevie Wonder this week. Basically, he accused Stevie Wonder of not being as blind as Stevie Wonder has always proclaimed to be. Uh, you know what? I don't really like to touch on rumor mill stuff, so I'm not going to say much about it, other than the fact that I thought it was a very funny story, and other people have also came out with stories about Stevie Wonder's buying plasma TVs and high-def TVs and walking around by himself uh, with no handlers. So it's interesting to see where this turns up, but I'm going to leave it right there. We had a man named Keith Wildhaber. He's a lieutenant and the first commander of the Diversity and Inclusion Unit after he won a discrimination lawsuit where he claimed he was passed over for 23 promotions because he is an openly gay man. He was toned, told to tone down his gayness. 
He was awarded $20 million. I'm wondering if they're going to try to recoup any of this $20 million from him. Uh, but congratulations on finally getting this promotion. I'm surprised that he still even wants to still be on the job. It's uh, I would retire and walk away. I take the lieutenant's promotion so I can get a better, uh, what do you call it, pension. And then I'll tell him, adios. Because they've already shown their true colors towards uh, Mr. Wildhaber. So Army-Navy had their football game this weekend. Trump goes, he gets a hero welcome. That's natural. That's fine. What you going to do? You can't hate everybody that loves Trump. That doesn't make sense either. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you can't hate everybody that loves Trump. Um, but the problem is there were some midshipmen and cadets who were giving the White Power hand sign while they were on live broadcast. And so this aired towards the nation. And uh, for them to think that they could do something like this with everybody scrutinizing everything that goes on, and this is a live broadcast. A person could has TiVo. They could pause it, take a picture. Then they spread it to Twitter. They spread it to Instagram. They talk about it on their podcast. So stuff like this doesn't just go away. And so this was very foolish of them. And I hope that they don't cost themselves a complete military career. But a background check is warranted on these young gentlemen. Because if they have other things like this, and they're going to have people of different nationalities, because they'll come out second lieutenants who will be serving underneath them, we got to make sure that they are officers and gentlemen. And they will not mistreat people just because of the color of their skin. And they have left themselves open to the scrutiny by giving the white power sign. So I'm 100% behind them keeping their eye on it. UFC had a card Saturday. Kamal Uzmar knocked out Kobe Covington. And thank God for everybody that Kuzmar did it. Because Covington, we do not know how he would have reacted or acted if he won this fight, especially if he won this fight in devastating fashion. And by the way, he got his jaw broken. He won't give Usman any credit. He said that the officials were against him. Usman cheated. I mean, he's a really sorry, sore-ass loser. And I have no respect for him because the game that he's playing, he's playing the race card, he's playing the Trump card, he's playing the MAGA card. It's pretty fucked up, man. Let your skills talk for you. You don't have to have bullshit lead the way. Amanda Nunes beat Jermaine Durandamy. That was a pretty good fight. Durandamy actually fought a lot harder than I thought she would. I thought that she would crumble early. And she looked like she was in bad shape a couple of times, but she made it through. Max Holloway lost his belt to Alexander Valilovskin, which was shocking because Max is blessed. Max Bless Holloway has been killing people over and over again. Jose, Jose Aldo got completely robbed by Marlon Moraes. Not basically by Marlon, but by the judges. I had Jose Aldo winning the fight. Max Brown and Ben Saunders fought and did not disappoint. Uh, Max Brown knocked Saunders out, but I expected this to be two veterans going at it and 
pretty much they gave us what they always give us. They never shortchanged the audience. Uriah Faber, I want Uriah Faber to now retire. He got knocked out. He uh, had a bad eye injury. He fought hard. He fought tough. But these younger guys got something special for you. So when you're 40 years old, man, it's time to start training, opening that gym, use those investments, and move on. Mike Perry got knocked out also in the first round. Mike Perry's always an interesting fight. You never know what you're going to get. Either Mike's going to knock somebody out or somebody's going to knock Mike out. Jessica, I also won on that card. Now, Saturday, Friday night, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we got Frankie Egger. He's fighting the Korean zombie. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. So 2 a.m. are the prelims, Eastern Standard Time. If you're into the UFC, there will be a UFC card this weekend. Like I said, the headliners are going to be Frankie Egger and the Korean zombie. It's going to be a lot of other people on the card that you don't know their names because this is going to be emanating from Korea. So I expect it to be a Korean heavy card, but that does not mean it will not be an outstanding card. Okay. NBA action. Tonight, we got the Lakers versus the Pacers. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we got the the Heat versus the 76ers. The Celtics at the Mavs. Thursday, we got the Lakers are going to play the Bucks. Now, that is a big game. Lakers, Bucks, Greek Freak, and LeBron, and AD. Also, Thursday night, you got the Rockets are playing the Clippers. So, you got Harding, Westbrook, versus PG-13, and Kawhi Leonard. Friday, you got the Mavs versus the 76ers. If I'm not correct, Luka Doncic is injured. So I have to give the advantage to the 76ers on this one. And then Christmas Day, we got the Celtics versus the Raptors at 12. At 2 o'clock, you got the Bucks versus the 76ers. At 5 o'clock, you got the Rockets versus the Warriors. 8 o'clock, you got the Lakers versus the Clippers. And 10.30, for those who just <laughs> ain't had enough yet, and they got to watch it into... Two o'clock in the morning, you got the Pelicans versus the Nuggets. So you got five Christmas games, five Christmas Day games the NBA has given us as a Christmas gift. So enjoy those if NBA is your thing. So the NFL is investigating. Let me, before I even stay there, I just want to say that my heart goes out to Josh Gordon. I mean, I hope that this young brother can get his shit together, man, and then that he does not end tragically, that this drug test was something that was uh, sitting on the table for a while and the suspension just fell down. I I really feel bad for Josh is a supreme talent. And I, I just want him to be able to, to move on with his life. Maybe the NFL is not for him, but I hope for him a long, incident-free life that he gets to enjoy being a, father, a grandfather, maybe a great-grandfather, who knows, but I, I wish Josh Gordon nothing but the best. So the New England Patriots are up to shenanigans again. You know, they got this filming of the sidelines of the bingo game. They can't even let any chance to lose 
even be on the table for them. There's been too many things with the uh, New England Patriots. Spy gate, deflate gate. Now we got this new one, videotape gate. And they always claim that they never did anything wrong. It's time for the Patriots and Goodell to, to actually put his foot on the Patriots' neck and say enough of this bullshit uh, and make them pay and suffer for this. And I ain't talking about no draft picks. I am talking about some suspensions because for Belichick to say that he had no idea that this film crew was there filming, who were they going to turn the film over to? And for Robert Kraft, for it to be Kraft Productions, maybe Kraft Productions should be banned from all taping of NFL properties, fields, games, and footage for at least a calendar season because this is not right. You cannot give a team that already has one of the best systems in place in the history of any sports any kind of unfair advantage. So we got the NFL is playing Saturday, people. And first game is going to be Houston. They're going into Tampa to pay the Buccaneers. It's a 12. No, no, no. It's the one o'clock game. I kind of like Tampa Bay at home, but Houston will be playing for their playoff life. So uh, I guess I'm wrong. I got to go with Houston on this one. We got Buffalo versus New England. This is essentially a playoff game. Buffalo has to win this game or New England wins the division. But Buffalo and New England both qualify for the playoffs. So New England, it depends on what kind of shenanigans they're up to. They might even put Brady down in the second half because Belichick doesn't like to shoot all his bullets and let you see everything that they're working with. So he might even give Buffalo this win as long as it doesn't cost them the division. The Rams are then playing the 49ers. That's your third of three games on Saturday. San Francisco 49ers have to bounce back. The Rams are going to be hungry because they lost to my Cowboys. But the 49ers need this game bad because the Saints keep taking care of business, which they did last night. Saints won the game last night. Now we got Jacksonville is going to play Atlanta. This is a nobody gives a rat's ass. But because Atlanta's at home, I think they're just a better team. They have a better quarterback, so I'm going to take the Falcons. Baltimore's going into Cleveland. I got the Ravens beating the Browns. The Browns are not as good as people thought they were going to be. They've been a disappointment all season. The Saints are going into Tennessee to play the Titans. I like the Saints. The Panthers are going into Indianapolis to play the Colts. It's just too much McCafferty all the time, all the time, all the time. So I think the Colts, which is a more balanced team, even though they lost last night, I'm going to take the Colts. You got the Bengals going into Miami, another nobody-gives-a-rat's-ass game. But I kind of like Fitzpatrick at home against the Bengals. You got the Steelers are going into New York to play the Jets. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game. And you got the Giants going into Washington to play those guys because that's all we call them around here is those guys. Unfortunately, I actually have the Giants winning this game in Washington. We got the Lions going into Denver to play the Broncos. The Broncos really stink, uh, so I'm going to take Detroit. And you got o Oakland Raiders are going into L.A. to play the Chargers. 
Oakland is desperate. The Chargers, I don't like at all. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. And then one of the games of the week, as far as I'm concerned, because this is a pre-playoff game, my Cowboys have to go into Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Now, if the best Cowboy team shows up versus the best Eagles team, the Cowboys would win. I just don't know what box of chocolate the Cowboys will pull out. And so they always make me nervous in these we-have-to-win games. But the Eagles are not very good. They struggle with Washington. So I'm going to go with my Cowboys, not only with my heart, but with my head. The Cardinals are going into Seattle to play the Seahawks. I have to take the Seahawks at home. They're just a better team plus the 12th man. It's a no-brainer. And KC is going into Chicago to play the Bears. That's your late-night game Sunday. I'm taking the Chiefs to win this game. Next Monday night's game will be Green Bay Packers are playing the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. I am hoping Minnesota wins this game. If Minnesota's defense shows up and kind of shuts down that running game and only forces Rodgers to pass, there's a great chance that they can win this game. So I'm going to definitely go with the Vikings to win this game. Now, this is Strange Talk with Doc, and I'm your host, Doc, and it's been my pleasure talking to you. And once again, I'm going to tell you to have a very happy holiday season. Don't overspend. Don't put yourself in debt, like I said earlier. Be careful. Be safe. People have got their eyes on everything that somebody else owns. It's just the world we live in. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it goes. I hope that you can join me on my 12-28-2019-2019 year in edition. It's going to be the year that was. We're going to talk news, sports, politics. Anything that was huge news this year, we will be discussing. So I will not be here next Saturday, which I believe is the, let me see. Next Saturday is the 21st. There will be no Strange Talk with Doc on 1221, but I will be returning on 1228. Sometimes you have to recharge your batteries, and that's what I need to do. I need to recharge my batteries, step back from Trump, step back from all this bad news that goes on in the world, and hopefully have some great things to tell you about at that particular time. Christmas holidays would have passed. I would have celebrated another birthday if I'm allowed to live long enough to do so. And uh, I'm going to tell you, like I always tell you people, each and every time when I shut the show off, I'm just going to say peace to you and peace to yours.